हेलो हाई वेलकम बैक टू आर नेक्स्ट एपिसोड ऑफ ब्रेक फ्री टू द सक्सेस साइड वी हैव द राइट गेस्ट द नेक्स्ट डोर लीडर हुज कम फ्रॉम टीयर टू टीयर थ्री सिटीज एंड मेड इट बिग संपर्क सच देवा और लिंक्डइन स्पॉटलाइट फॉर 2019 अ सेल्स हेड एंड मैनेजिंग ओवर 200 पीपल फॉर ब्रांड्स लाइक ओयो एंड ओला लेट्स लिसन टू हिम एंड फाइंड आउट व्हाट वर्क्ड फॉर हिम व्हाट इज हिज सीक्रेट मंत्र सो स्टिक विद मी एंड लेट्स जंप राइट इन वेलकम टू माय पॉडकास्ट हाय राज It's 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 a pleasure being here. Thank you so much. Super. We would like to start with uh, to understand and to know who Sampark is. Okay. Uh, so see, I I've stayed in a lots of places initially. Major upbringing was Jamshedpur. Now, so so for from close to ten years of my schooling is from Jamshedpur. So that's where. So if you ask me randomly, where are you from? I will also always answer Jamshedpur because that's the city which has made me who I am. So I I come across and I I bring those qualities of the small town guy with me, and uh, that's where my journey began in in one of those Tata colonies, etc. Wow. And 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 it was it was a lovely period to be in, and I I still still miss those days uh, because again uh, you you with smaller colonies you are always interacting with a lot more people your your neighbors are more of family rather than anything else so. so yes i i remember those days very very fondly uh playing cricket in the evening breaking a lot of window panes uh cycling with friends etc so till till 12th i was in jamshedpur then i came to bombay my did my graduation from bombay so i was i was studying at hr college in churchgate so my whole of graduation is there so it was a sudden shock for me because here people are used to the junior college thing the friend circles are made etc you from bombay so you'll realize that and suddenly from a small town to get into an environment like hr college so i remember doing 95% attendance in my first semester in dcom what and that's when i realized okay now there's something <laughs> going wrong uh, because i realized out of 900 students i had the highest attendance so, so then then by the time i reached my second year and third year i Were was you considered as the geek guy i wasn't because nobody came to college nobody knew me oh. <laughs> so, I'll come But back. I'll pause you before you yeah. before you get into your college. I would like to hear stories about Jamshedpur. So, right. were your parents with with Tatas? Yeah. So, so uh, my parents were there. So they they were uh, doctors in the Tatas then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah. Talk to me about your 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 schooling there. Your friends. Some something that you remember, good or bad or naughty. I I come from a convent school. obviously it was this more studious kind of a sense with the whole focus was on study 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 kind of thing so i was never a, i would you wouldn't call me a topper there but think i was a decent student i used to get 80s or so in my marks there more than a decent uh like so so my, my my wife my wife was a topper in my class so so she she's she's we were in school together okay so <laughs> so so, uh, so so that's where i the, the benchmark is very very high for me though okay what's your wife's name so she her name's pooja so uh, she she she's a uh, srcc grad from delhi then did chartered accountancy which and batch she is a 2008 batch oh very junior so i am an srcc pass out right 
but I am 94-97. Right. So she's a 2005-2008 batch. So, so she did chartered accountancy with that, uh, worked with Tata Steel for four years, didn't enjoy it, switched lines. So now she's in HR. So she came to TIS, did her HR uh, postgrad here, and now now is an HR professional. So yeah. Oh my God, complete turn up from a. So yeah, that 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 so that's the I think that that runs within us as well. So. Looks like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, but how yeah. did you what what click? between both of you how did you start talking what happened what, how did it lead to getting married see so uh, we started talking in college but then it was mostly like friends etc but somewhere down the line those conversations just kept going and on and and it was somewhere of a switch from a best friend into a a, a relationship so till school we barely spoke college then it turned out to be best friends at the go to person that you would say so so she's seen all my highs and lows. She stood by me there. Uh, we eventually got married in 2014, which was much, much later. So, uh, yeah. So, um, so I was not initially a very naughty guy, but yes, I did get into a trouble a couple of times. I, I landed up uh, getting caught for calling the sister, uh, the, the nuns there and uh, old lady or something. I was talking to oh my God. So we were making fun of her and I went about in Hindi and like, and somehow she caught me and the guy whom she caught went about and uh, opened his mouth and said, this is what he was saying. So I got into a little bit of trouble, couple of times, not, not major trouble. I was not the type who would go about bursting crackers in school or, or uh, creating a new sense. But yeah, uh, those minors, I was a very talkative and a mischievous kid. That was, that was all. So how come you moved to Bombay? Your, your parents shifted? So I'll tell you, so I... Uh, so Jamshedpur does not have good graduation colleges. Post-graduation, uh, you have XLRI. So graduation, 99% people move out. My brother was in Bombay. So in the meantime, I just applied for Bombay colleges. And uh, I felt that now that I am in the city and it was all. And since I I'd spent three years earlier in Bombay, my kindergarten was based out of Bombay. Oh, okay. So, so, so that I was, so that was before Jamshedpur. So three years I was in Washi when Washi, when you didn't have the trains, even going to Washi. I know it must be jungle. Uh, so that, that's, that, that's the time where I was there. So I always was fascinated to come back. And when I got through HR, so I decided to stay back here and trust me, those three years while I was not very, very happy because I didn't have too many friends. My whole friend circle was in Pune, but, uh, that, that taught me and Bombay does teach you a lot of things. It does, it does get you up to the grind. It teaches you how to live that life uh, amongst those hardships. So I, I saw the 2005 floods then. I saw the 2006 blasts during mm-hmm. that period. So, so, so it suddenly grows you up. So yeah, that, that's, how I, that's how I landed up in Bombay. But otherwise, uh, I've lost the connection with Jamshedpur majorly. So but once in a few years is where I end up in Jamshedpur. But I still, I still call that city home for me. Say because oh. that's 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 what that's where I grew up. That's your and your childhood are your always your best memories that you have. Yeah, absolutely. Tell me, recall your memory of of your first job. How did you get through? What happened? So again, I think this is going to be the the interesting story out of it. Uh, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you my first part time job, and I'll tell you my first job after MBA as well. Sure. My first job was in my second year of college, where I used to. I, and you come from Bombay, so you know Vijay Sales. So I used to work in sales on the floor at a Vijay Sales store in Prabhadevi. So every so every morning I used to go to college. Every evening from four to nine I used to go and sell TVs at Vijay Sales. And, wow. and 
that was the same time that was time around the 2006 blasts because i remember i was selling tvs while those blasts happened uh, at the stations close by so uh, and so i was working there for 4 5 months and it was actually on the floor sunday full 9 am to 9 pm i used to be selling tvs and it used to be tvs and lcds used to be fairly very very new it used to cost a, a lakh and a half around that time uh, a lot of those mobile phones etc and stuff like that was what i was selling so that was my first proper proper job uh, then i entered mba in 2008 2009 was supposed to be placements and i so 2010 while i passed out the placements got into a mess in 2009 with that whole financial crisis oh. and uh, and i relate to a lot of people who are going through that same crisis now so uh, i i walked out of college without a placement now that was that was a shocker that came in because anybody goes into an mba puts in lakhs or rupees expects to come out and i was very clear i didn't want banking and in uh, nbfcs so i didn't want to get into the financial sector uh, and since i was so selective i ended up without a job Oops. so 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 i i walked out without a job 2010 3 months i was based out of delhi i had a lot of relatives there uh, walking into offices with a resume in hand doing walk in interviews etc uh, and obviously see so i was not getting anything worth the qualification that i had right. and i so then i ended up working with the dad of one of my batchmates and and the surprising part is that one year i worked in an organization which sold astrology <laughs> so so i would i would sell uh, softwares which you would use to make kundlis so it my target audience was astrologers so i used to go to them convince them to buy a 20000 rupee software so that you could make kundlis out of that i used to sell uh, softwares i used to sell all those rudraksh malas and the the crystal malas and all the yantras that you have i've sold books on astrology i've sold courses on astrology i i stood at pragati maidan during those international trade fairs and shouted and hawked and uh, sold astrology for a wow. year so so and, and not too many people know about this part of my journey and at the end of one year was where i got an opportunity with asian paints my whole of my asian paints interview was just around how the hell did you sell astrology Because, because yeah, even even I wanted to ask you how the hell because did you do that? Be, his whole thing was how did you create a sales funnel? How did you convince them? What was what was it like, etc. And my whole interview was around that. And I remember when I went for the Asian Pets interview, we were eight of us who were sitting for the interview. I was the only one selected. Wow. So so uh, yeah, so that's where Asian Pets happened. Uh, and was that not happened that when you went to a somebody to buy Kundli or this software and they say, "Beta, chodo usko." I'll tell you your bhavishya. Uh, I remember. I I trust me. I quit uh, my first job on. I think it was the last day of April, and I st- was talking to one of the astrologers in the office on around ninth April, uh-huh. and he said he looked at my kundli and he said, "If you will, you will quit within this month. If not, you will not quit for the next year." And I quit on the last day of the month. <laughs> so I I don't know if it works or doesn't work. but he did predict that if you will you will quit within the next 21 days or else you'll stay here for another year and on the 21st day i had actually quit so i don't know if that was a part of the prediction or it was just a coincidence so were you were you mark yourself successful in that career the first job see a lot of people and including my wife said that you don't deserve to be here you you deserve to be in a much better situation but i was always of that mindset that for me it was a first job and i wanted to learn 
being a comparatively smaller company you you learn a lot more and it that grind also teaches you a lot of things so yes it was it was a very different time i will not say i struggled as per a lot of people who do but yes it was a comparatively different time and once i changed into asian paints and i think the rest it has just taken off from there so yeah this I mean, and maybe you can take a pause and think about it but tell me two three takeaways from from that job what, what is that you've learned see you have to be empathetic you have to you have to always understand it from somebody else's point of view because i know i have traveled from there i used to travel for a lot of these fairs that happen or these international trade fair kind of things that happen i used to travel second class with all the stuff that was need to be carried and sold so we used to be two of you i stayed in hotels at that time which used to be 700 rupees for two people non ac absolutely shitty hotels so i i stayed there i i i've stood in stalls and hawked the come by consultancy etc so since you've been there you realize a lot of the things that a lot of people go through so now that even coming to oyo where i was leading a team of 200 it gives you that empathy it it because you have grown through it you are never blinded by the fact that there is somebody right there who who's going through that uh, struggle so that i think that's the biggest learning that is there and it also teaches me ki koi kaam bada chota nahi hota hai karte hain log and that's where and it is possible does not mean today that if you are not earning too much but if you have confidence in yourself if you are working on yourself you can change it so empathy is one uh, that confidence is one that possibility that you can grow to wherever you want to does not matter where you start it matters where you end and you decide where you end never ever you thought of saying that what the heck am i doing just quit see tab tak itni duniya dekhi bhi nahi thi pehli job thi but i knew but but i knew that i know i am not supposed to be here and i knew that i am not that bad i know eventually i will get what i deserve it might take time and you have to you have to have that belief and you have to work for it it's not that you have just have a blind overconfidence it's not overconfidence you have a self confidence that is there that you should have so i think that was there and it's not that i didn't keep trying and Uh, because that confidence was there i was able to walk into that asian prince interview and talk with that confidence and saying ki yes i did sell astrology and this is what i do and this is how i can help you and yes it's 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 just been a awesome ride from there on tell me something if you do you remember any methodology any concept of from the training that you've gone through with asian prince anything that the formula that has worked for you See, I will not say there is anything specific, but what has worked for me is the ethics that have they have put in, the whole thing of putting in systems everywhere. And trust me, when I moved into startups, post that, I bring that thing with me. So people ask me, "What do you learn in every organization that you work with?" With Asian Paints, my answer always has been system, processes, ethics, and that's what, when I moved into startups, was that learning which I brought through, and I was able to put it into these organizations as well. So, give me an example of what do you mean by ethics see and i'll tell you so i remember going into as i i already mentioned that i've going into government contracts where i would see my competition tweaking things around to to ensure that they they get the contract and nation prince was always like ki nahi jo sahi hai wo sahi hai we will not we will not do anything wrong to 
achieve targets and that is something that is there that i that is something that i imbibe till today at no point of time even if my targets are not happening i will not tell somebody to go and bend the rules and you were still able to meet your targets and be a good See, performer end of the day end of the day your product matters and if you're good you use and you, you will eventually reach there so yeah brilliant brilliant any remembrance of things not going well with you in when when you were in asian things See, I wouldn't say any specific thing. Yes, there are obviously times when your targets don't happen, and and obviously you lose a little bit of uh, points in terms of the deals that you crack and don't crack. But it's okay. I, there's nothing specific as such that I feel went wrong. See, I if you ask me, and I will always say that wherever I have been, there has always been a positive learning that I take ahead. Things, it is okay. Things will not work. I passed out of MBA. I didn't get a job. i moved into an organization which was not as per my liking i no matter where you are there will be hundreds of things that may not work as per your plan but then that's part of life that's life after all everything that you do in life be it professionally personally there will be hundreds of things that you may not uh, come across but uh, yeah I, i if you ask me i will never ever go and ponder over those things at all okay mm-hmm. very pin pointed question so asian pains obviously have hundreds of sales rep right hmm What, what? How was Sampark different from those hundreds? See, again, I, so with the experience that I came through, I done the ground work. A lot of MBA grads would directly jump in as uh, managers and uh, come with that learning. But since I had already done the grind at the bottom as well, uh, is something that I bring in. And for me, I I work with a lot of empathy, and that's something that I have uh, stuck on till date. a lot of people come back and say sales guys need to be a lot more hard and there would be a lot more pushing there should be a lot more pressure kind of a thing i don't i don't work that way i've always believed in the fact that you have to work with the team and not over the team so so i think that's where it worked and i i hope so my team still uh, by teams across organizations uh, verify that fact but yeah that's that's uh, i've always been known as the non so not so pressure kind of a sales guy so yeah so you are a chill dude kind of a guy i would say it's not the targets nahi karne but then i understand your problems also and it's it, you have to work together dono ki problem samjho and end of the day target karna hai ab aap chilla ke karo ya pyar se karo exactly yeah yeah and when things don't go well what what is your approach see when things don't go well you have see and this is something that i tell in a lot of my sessions it's okay to get upset it's okay to get frustrated but you have to realize day one you are frustrated it's okay day two it's frustrated frustration is there it's okay third day you are the only one losing because everybody will move ahead the world doesn't stop the organization doesn't stop so at the end of the second day it is time that you get up and start running because nobody is going to wait for you so and nobody is going to sit there pampering you and say ki now get motivated let's get back etc everybody has their own race to run so you have to pump yourself up get up and start running because if you don't the longer you stay there the the gap widens up yeah so 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 it's absolutely normal to feel bad one day two day absolutely okay third day get up and start running again it's time that you start, you you get to where you should be and yeah super man very nice very nice and what made you jump from asian pains see 
with organizations which are very very stable somewhere down the line you do get in your comfort zone yeah and and, and somewhere down the line uh, you want to go much faster and you want to go uh, you want to create a bigger impact and that's where ola happened uh, when i moved into ola ola this was 2015 ola was still just coming about this was the the year of the boom of the startup across the uh, the country and i i've seen the 5x growth in ola while i was there and i i learned speed there i learned agility there uh, when i when i moved to ola i realized what does actual working speed mean yes uh, the last 5 years with ola and oya it's, it's been such that yes my hair has grown a lot more whiter uh, but uh, but professionally the growth has been awesome uh, so yeah very good so uh, from a very layman perspective like we heard these words you know agility give us an example what do you mean by that what is that actually you've learned see uh, when you talk about uh, bigger organizations you, you it's a lot of it is into approvals and uh, hierarchy and stuff like that uh, but with smaller organizations you get the power to do things i remember uh, in my ola it was the seventh day in ola where i was said ki this is your budget i had a 1 crore marketing budget in hand for one month and you said you get get us 50% growth how you do it your problem so then it it pushes you to take decisions learn try experiment etc in bigger organization just to get that approval becomes a lot lot more because again the systems are there uh, because the the chances of failure in a bigger organization are much more so hence the processes are always uh there because at the scale that they are they need to have processes or else they will fail so so that way uh i think their decision making is faster uh the course correction is faster uh the achievements are faster i think a lot lot of that is there as well so so it was it, the, so if asian paints taught me the processes if ola taught me the speed uh oyo taught me how do you handle a 200 plus team and to, when you are handling a team that size it's not about driving sales it's only about driving those 200 people yeah i i to align so a team of 10 20 getting them aligned on a single goal is very very easy but when you're talking about 200 people so i i always give that example that a te- smaller team is like a a small boat when you need to turn it does not take too much of an effort but a t- team of 200 is like a big cruise ship you have to plan way ahead to start taking the turn so that you take the turn in time uh for the result to come in otherwise if you turn too late then it can be disastrous so or too fast ha huh, so 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 that's where and it it taught you a lot of things because every member of the team is important it's very very important to take the whole team together you cannot you cannot run on the top 20% the the 100% needs to be aligned everybody needs to be running everybody should be trained everybody should be upbeat everybody should be motivated so it's it's been an awesome journey in across organizations i can go into every organization and tell you what's my learning out of it so i that's that's go ahead, I, please tell us ha so that's what i said sir so the first part of it taught me the ground reality the second one taught me processes the third one taught me the speed the fourth one taught me the whole team handling kind of thing at this scale so and now if somebody talks to me i have those four qualities that i bring for four from for organizations which i take wherever i go so so it's been a very very clear learning graph for me 
so i've been handling teams since my first job but the t- handling a team of 200 is a very different ball game oh yeah so yeah. So, so yeah so that's that's been an awesome journey across so if you talk from a sales perspective uh, sales is all about the daily rigor and that some people need to realize that if this is my goal and do a backward calculation for me to able to generate this much revenue how many consumers do i need for this many consumers at this level how many prospective leads do i need from uh, this very prospective leads how many leads should i generate so you do that all backward daily calculation ki if this is what i need to achieve in the month what is my daily number that i need to so when you do break it up into that whole calculation the actual number is not very big so the the per day number or the number of consumers that you need how many phone calls do you need to make how many meetings do you need to do so when you actually break it down on a day to day basis it's not difficult but the fact is when you look at it together it looks humongous and i think sales is about having that daily rigor ki itni din mein meeting karni hai itni din mein itni leads generate karni hai itni leads generate karoge to itna conversion hoga इतना कन्वर्जन होगा तो दिन का इतना बिजनेस आएगा इतना दिन का बिजनेस आएगा तो हफ्ते का इतना आएगा महीने का इतना आएगा सो यू ब्रेक इट अप इनटू स्मॉलर टारगेट्स एंड दैट्स वेयर इट हैपेंस एंड देन देन यू कीप कैलकुलेटिंग यू कीप मोटिवेटिंग द टीम यू हैव योर लीडर स्कोर बोर्ड्स लीडर बोर्ड्स एक्सेट्रा यू कीप पंपिंग अप द वंस हु आर डूइंग वेल यू कीप पुलिंग द पीपल हु आर नॉट डूइंग सो वेल एंड इट एंड वंस एवरीबॉडी इज मोटिवेटेड देन एवरीथिंग वर्क्स लाइक मशीनरी see when you start running and you start getting results and that same thing works with linkedin when you start uh, getting that consistency and that patience and that perseverance results start coming and eventually it's about building that momentum and as you start building the momentum the ball starts rolling faster once it starts rolling faster the speed becomes up so yeah brilliant brilliant and when is that you started your linkedin journey So, so LinkedIn account I've had for over ten years, but it was never a very, very uh, conscious effort there. So, somewhere I realized that it's a longer-term game. You need to start working on building relationships. You start need to building network. आप अच्छे time में काम करना शुरू करो, so that जब बुरा वक्त आए, आपके पास एक plan B और एक set of log already हो. So it started at around five, four and a half, five years back, and it's 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 been an awesome journey from there on. awesome so take me through it how was your you know what was your feeling when you got your first 50 likes or what was your feeling when you got your first 500 likes and so i'll, I'll tell you so initially nahi aata hai and again every rule applies on linkedin as well there are i'll say there are only two uh, mantras of success on linkedin it's be consistent and be patient that's it result nahi aata hai अगर आप एक्सपेक्ट कर रहे हो कि आई आई डू अलॉट ऑफ कंसल्टेंसी नाउ आई डू अलॉट ऑफ ग्रुप सेशंस नाउ इफ यू एक्सपेक्ट क्या मेरा सेशन लेके अगले दिन रॉकस्टार बन जाओगे तो नहीं होगा नहीं होगा ठीक है यू हैव टू पुट पेशेंस एंड आई गिव एन एग्जांपल इन एवरी सेशन ऑफ माइंड इट्स जस्ट लाइक जॉइनिंग अ जिम आप जिम में जाते हो पहले दूसरे दिन में बॉडी नहीं बन जाती है आप छह महीने सर्वाइव करते हो तो बॉडी बनती है बट जो छह महीने सर्वाइव करता है उसी की बनती है और पहले दो तीन दिन दर्द होता है यू डोंट गेट योर रिजल्ट so that's why you need to just keep that patience and survive over a longer period of time so i'll tell you first 3 years i only reached 10000 followers so first january 2019 i was at 10000 followers after 3 years 31st december 2019 i was at 33000 followers oh, wow. today 
today we are talking on 29th of may i'm i'm already at 55000 followers so it's a compounding effect starting with result nahi aata hai ek bar again once the ball starts rolling it starts picking up speed so you have to wait that time when the ball does not pick up speed and you have to just stick on and it works how is the feeling so i remember when i got my first uh post which did a lakh views and i was still surprised on how it happened eventually today if you ask me my highest viewed post is 12 lakh views wow so so again i i i still don't know how do i beat that number but yes that so now i i have a fairly few post which have gone 5 lakh plus as well so you know yeah. what worked see on linkedin i think stories work emotions work so so if you if you know how to touch the emotional cord of any consumer it works with the indian media it works with daily soaps it works with any kind of content if you are able to touch the emotional cord it works so so i have been very very clear it's a professional platform there is a image that you need to create and you have to stay positive you have to stay mature you have to stay very very clear on what you putting there and what you are not so tell me something did you plan to be in the spotlight or it's it's an output of whatever that you've been doing it was never a plan i did not even know something like spotlight exists till the time i got the mail oh okay so 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 it was never a plan i was always writing initially i started writing for myself because if i've had a bad day and i want to write something positive that 15 20 minute or a half an hour research on that forced me to read positive things forced me to think positively it was more to change my mood rather than somebody else's but then once i started writing people started liking people started engaging people started appreciating and somewhere down the line that 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 addiction was there and uh, but i never had that intention because i was aware of linkedin top voice i was aware of linkedin power profile but i assumed it was for very senior people than what i was yeah. so take us through a process of before you write a post or an article what what happens how much time you spend on research how how you frame up your story how do you put it see if you ask me i'm more of an observational writer i am not a well thought of kind of a writer so if there is an observation that i need to write in most of my posts would be five minute posts idea aaya likh diya i may or may not post it then and there but if there is a thought i generally wouldn't take more than 10 15 minutes to write the post because i i generally write on my day to day observations my writing if you check it out is not very very technical it's not big words it's very very simple it's something that the aam aadmi understands and so i don't i don't spend too much time on the writing bit of it it's about just clicking ek bar kuch click kiya 10 minute ke andar the post is ready so so and and so and you said that you don't may or may not post it that time or that day so right. you hang it for what reason see i know generally when posts work in the morning and the evening just before an office hour start and just before office hour ends okay i know a late night post will not work so agar raat ko 11 baje idea aata hai i write the post but then i post it in the morning or it's mm-hmm. there are times where i I've, i've had content for the next 5 days also ready okay so so content is written but then i stagger it and post it out yeah. okay okay talk to me about when you become sampark say sampark <laughs> no famous guy all of a sudden everyone is calling you pinging you when is that happening see i'll tell you 
So LinkedIn Spotlight was a turnaround, if if I may say put it that way. Now, how did Sampark say Sampark come down? It was a suggestion by one of the followers on my LinkedIn comments. Okay. Uh, and he's a very good friend today. So he he posted that you should start using it. That was the first interaction that we had. I replied by saying that I don't think I am big enough to use it as on today's date. A third person comes in and says, Sampark, stop underestimating yourself. Start using it. And since then, it has stuck. Today, it's my Instagram handle as well. It's my TikTok handle as well. It's my email ID as well. And the website that I'm building, it is my website uh, <laughs> domain as well. So yeah. So, so today, uh, so one year down the line, Sampark, so Sampark has stuck to me like a magnet. So. Very cool. So I, I made a video on the other day. I said, Keep, there are times when your plan A will fall, uh, fail. And life is all about how you handle plan B. So that plan B is very, very important. Because plan A will always fail. At some point, it will fail. So and that, what's your plan B? So, uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I have, and if you would have noticed, I'm doing a lot of my coaching, training, mentoring. So I'm now doing a lot of my consultancies on personal branding. How, how do you transform your LinkedIn journey? I'm doing a lot of consultancy on sales, a lot of consultancies on marketing. I'm working with a lot of students on career guidance, mentorship, etc. So uh, just, just the lockdown, I would have done over 25 webinars. Wow. I, I would have touched 3000 plus people in those webinars. I have done over hundred one-on-one -on -one consultancies. Wow. Uh, uh, just today, this is my second session. I've done a consultancy in the morning. I'm talking to you now. I have a webinar in the afternoon. I have had two webinars yesterday as well. So that's, that's, that's plan B for me. And but you are busy. I am damn busy. I am damn busy <laughs> so, uh, because I realize I'm working much, much more than what I was before the lockdown. And a lot of people are saying this. So, so, so guys, it, it is it's always about having your plan B and you just switch into plan B. And trust me, I am way, way ahead of what I was in my thought process a month and a half back when they started. So listen, tell us what is your plan going forward? What does uh, first hundred days will look like post the lockdown? See for me, and I'm trying to build this whole thing up. This was a, a so-called, if you call it a business plan, because a business plan which started out in the lockdown. So, uh, so with over 25 webinars, with over 3000 people touched with over hundred consultancies, I, my two months have been awesome. And I think that's where I will, uh, try scaling this up over the next three months as well. The first hundred days is that where I need to, because I'm also looking at creating loads of modules, loads of other touch points, etc., where I can uh, help people, assist people, uh, be it LinkedIn, be it personal branding, be it sales, be it marketing, etc. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's my plan for the next hundred days. So you will be more focused on the consulting, developing, Right. Advisory kind of a thing. Right, 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 right. Right. And what's your personal first week, 10 days look like post the lockdown? I want to go to Marine Drive. It's been a long time since I've been <laughs> to the Marine Drive. Um, I would love to have Pani Puri. That's something that I've missed for, uh, for, for two months. So, yeah, waiting for the. See, I know the situation will not turn around in a day. Again, it will take some yeah. time. So, so. Uh, even once this opens up and if the government allows and you're sitting in Bombay, uh, it's, 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 yeah. it's, it's, it's going to be a few months before a lot of these things become possible. Uh, but 
I know it's given me a shot at something that I always wanted to do, but I never had the guts to. Uh, so I had two months where I've been full force on this journey, and I'm sure that the next three four months are going to uh, be the defining factors on this journey as well. So every every stage of life is is a defining moment. Every stage of life teaches you something. So yeah, brilliant. So listen, you are one of those examples, the person who come, people who come from tier two, tier three cities to these big cities and make it big. So I, I, I still don't think I made it big. I still have a long way to go. So which is good. So so far that you've achieved. Right. So if you have to sum it up, you know, for for our listeners, people who are listening from tier 2 tier 3 cities who have these big dreams to come to tier 1 cities what will be your message what will be your three four pointers for them to consider and keep their on their soft board somewhere to reflect stay on stay positive be confident be persevering be patient it's it's all the bookish knowledge that i will tell but then it works you have to have the confidence in yourself that you will achieve what you have to but you also need to realize it will not happen in a day hence you need to be patient hence you need to be consistent hence you need to be persevering one message is see in a 40 year career do teen saal idhar udhar na does not matter agar aap teen saal out of ek saal out of job bhi ho kya farak pad ja raha hai 40 saal ke jagah 39 years you will work that's it that's the only thing that you will make a difference it does not matter in the larger scheme of things all the challenges that you spoke about are very very small so so stay positive stay happy well thank you man so guys take a note it works uh sampar thank you so much one thing i i i should compliment you i love your smile thank you so much well hey all the very best to your new gig stay safe and stay connected thank you raj it was a pleasure being here it doesn't matter how you start what matters is how you end let me repeat it doesn't matter how you start what matters is how you end that's what he says remember some of the things worked for him is patience perseverance confidence it might sound bookish but it worked for him so hey worth a try right so let's practice let's practice and it's time to say goodbye but before i go let me check did you subscribe to the youtube and podcast channel so far no yes no worries here we go once more it's break free consulting for youtube okay and break free to the success side for google apple and spotify podcast handles I'm sure that you will subscribe it right now. I will see you soon with our next guest. So till then, stay safe and stay connected. Cheers.